0: morning. You're listening to net and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Raj Shaw, the co-CEO with MSI. Raj, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good morning, Kemp. Good to talk to you. It's been a little while since we caught up. I did an interview with Manny, actually, at Surfaces. I know the business is still doing well. Most people know that MSI is a major player, actually number three, according to our May annual report, issue number three in revenue in this country at well over two and a half billion in sales, right? That's correct. The history, you got started, your father and mother worked together to bring the Vietnam Memorial Granite to Washington. That was kind of the start of your importing business. One thing led to another, and now you're in all kinds of different flooring categories. We want to talk about your geographical coverage here in just a minute. First, let me ask you, how's business?
1: It's been an interesting two years. At the tail end of the pandemic last year, it remained go-go with demand far outpacing supply, you know, which led to obstacles on the supply chain and which ultimately led to inflation in most of our product categories. But since, call it Q3 slash Q4, last year... We've seen a a big cooling down of overall demand, mostly led by interest rates, uh, number one. And then with that cooling down of demand, we've also seen destocking by customers. And now most of this year, we've been facing the exact opposite of inflation, deflation in product pricing. So it's been a diametric opposite early last year versus most of this year.
0: Like you say, most of that's been caused by the feds inflating the interest rates, and people are just kind of sitting in place. And if people aren't selling houses, buying houses, and moving around, they're less likely to spend money on remodeling, right?
1: That's correct. It, it seems that most remodeling occurs when there's a flip. And overall flips have significantly reduced, primarily due to people not wanting to
0: exchange you know,
1: their low mortgages in for high mortgages.
0: Before we get into your geographical coverage, other news. We ran a little story earlier this year about your father retiring. So that puts you and your brother, and your brother's name is Rupp, in the driver's seat. Yeah. You were telling me though today your father's in the office. Yeah. Retirement means different things to different people. And for
1: my dad, retirement literally meant just change of title. It didn't mean anything else. Him and my mom are both in the office daily. I do think there's been somewhat of a transition that he wants to spend the majority of his time on philanthropy. And giving back, but he still spends a portion of his time on MSI and making sure me and my brother are, t-
0: are doing what we're supposed to do. That's good, he's passionate about the business, and I think you all are. Let's cover a couple other things. You started you know, importing stone, and then you got into the ceramic tile business, and you got into the acquisition of an LVT factory in Cartersville. T- tell us how you've expanded your product line.
1: You know, a lot of people ask, how does MSI continue to grow it? double-digit rates for over 47 years. And one of the ways we, you know, one of our strategies is you just keep increasing your addressable market. You don't just keep fighting for market share within the same product categories. So that product expansion from that what was originally natural stone went on to ceramic tile and quartz countertops. And today, you know, fast forward to 2023, includes uh, virtually every product line within hard surfaces, including engineered wood, laminate, hybrid rigid core, and then obviously tile and uh, LVT. And then you look on the countertop side, we have both engineered quartz and natural stone. And in fact, this year, mostly due to legislation here on the West Coast, there's huge demand for artificial turf. We entered the artificial turf business.
0: That's right. So you're on the soft side of the business as well, right?
1: We are now. Yeah. So I, I guess I learn, you never say never.
0: Yeah. Well, I saw that at surfaces that you were launching an artificial turf. All that leaves now is carpet and the market share there versus other flooring products is going down. So probably not one you're going to get into, right?
1: Yeah, we generally like to enter product categories that are high growth and fragmented. Neither are true on, you know, broad carpets. So I, I don't see it making sense for us unless trends change.
0: Okay. Well, we ran the news the other day that you're spending some investment dollars expanding in Orlando. Tell us about your geographical coverage.
1: You know, for us, our mission statement is you know, making dream surfaces um, attainable. And that means being both affordable and attainable. And with a product category that logistics makes up a huge percentage of the cost structure, our goal is to be as close to the end consumer as possible. And so the end consumer here, although we don't sell to them directly, our retailers do, but we want to be as close to them as possible, is to expand geographically into the largest metros in the united states so you know a funny comment there a lot of people ask me how do you decide which city to expand into next and you know i said hey we could hire a consulting firm and pay them millions of dollars to figure it out or we could just follow wherever there's a major league sports team that's where msi should be
0: so orlando's your next place to open right
1: it will be opening in february we recently opened uh oklahoma city and san antonio and Las Vegas will actually be opening later this month. So prior to Orlando, you'll see those come up.
0: Okay. What's the pro team in San Antonio? The Spurs. Okay. All right. I thought I was going to stump you on one there. That covers the geographical growth. You just mentioned engineered hardwood. How long have you been in that business?
1: Since earlier this year. So it's very short time. We're still getting our feet wet. But there's still a lot of demand for hardwood in the United States, especially at the higher end of the spectrum, and especially coming from our natural stone background, we really understand engineered hardwood, the demand for it, the customer base for it, and the natural variation that occurs within it. So it was an easy addition to our product line.
0: And like you say, that gives you diversity in demand because sometimes the upper end Lux out of the business expanding when some of the other segments are shrinking. So that's a good move on your part.
1: That's absolutely true. We've seen, I think, the the most resilient part of the economy has been the higher end in the last 12 months.
0: Okay, Raj, what's your call for what's going to happen in the next six months on a demand call?
1: I'll give you my answer, but I'll tell you I'm generally wrong on forecasting anything. So we've just learned at MSI, don't try to forecast, just make our business plan, our people, our processes and systems as adaptable as possible. So whatever comes our way, we can adapt to it. But that said, in the next six months, look, the supply chain obstacles that existed are all gone. The destocking by retailers, I think we've reached the end here. So I think in the next six months, we should start seeing some positive comps in the industry, mostly because it was softer last year at this time. But number two, you know, product costs are coming down. The obstacles to getting it have come down. So between the manufacturers, distributors, and retailers, if we can get out there and inspire consumers, I do think the next six months could, could pull out a positive comp for the industry.
0: Okay, Roger, I appreciate you spending time with. Me and our listeners, again, been talking to Ross Shaw, the co-CEO with MSI, and you've been listening to Kemp and
1: FloridaAlley.net.